0: As you know, I had family in town last week, and uh, this week I'll be taking a little weekend motorcycle trip out to Utah. I'm really big into photography, so I'm going out there, spend a few days uh, in the middle of nowhere in Utah, like not even any cell service, so that's in and of itself is a little bit overwhelming to me, as you're probably aware of if you've been following the last few episodes, but... Uh, the main point of the trip is I'm going to be doing some uh, nighttime photography out in the middle of nowhere in, uh, in Utah. So, I haven't had a ton of time the last couple of weeks to get new episodes out, but the good news is that I've got a little something for you uh, today in this midweek update. I've said it before, but I'll say it again because it's one of those central themes of Third Degree Mind Podcast, and that is that you are responsible for your own emotions, A lot of people have a hard time admitting that. People often complain about their lives or their feelings uh, to other people. But it's not anyone else's fault. Life deals you a hand of cards, and the rest is on you. It's like playing poker. It's like playing poker. You're dealt a set of cards, and if you're a good poker player, you can make something out of it. Or you wait until the next hand that you get dealt, and you play with that one. constantly complaining about what life gives you doesn't get you anywhere. Sure, you may not have been given the circumstances that someone else was given. I suppose it's possible that someone might be dealt a royal flush and not have to do anything with it. They're just dealt that hand. But you are always in control of what you do with whatever circumstances that you were given. So rather than sitting around whining about the poor situations that you're in, do something about it. If you don't like your job, find a different one. If you don't like the relationship you're in, leave. No situation is permanent and forced upon you. Every situation is changeable. You have the power to change it. So when you're in a situation that you don't like, here's a couple things that I think you need to do. Number one, You need to make sure that you understand exactly why you don't like that particular situation. What is it about the situation that you're in that is bothering you? If you don't like your current relationship, before you make any drastic decisions without really taking time to make sure that you know exactly what it is you don't like about that relationship, if you're in a dead-end job and you aren't happy anymore, don't get along with your boss, or just don't like the work that you're doing, make sure you understand what exactly it is that you don't like about that current situation, or else you're going to find yourself in a new job that maybe has similar traits that you also that you don't like. So you need to have some self-awareness and realize what it is that you don't like about whatever situation you're thinking of. Number two, I want you to get your emotional responses under control. This is a difficult, but it's a critical Step. You have to go through this phase of getting your emotional responses under control. All of us have been unhappy at various stages of our lives for different reasons. If you're unhappy before you even worry about changing the situation and improving your life, you have to own that emotion and you have to take charge of it. For example, if you're miserable because you can't get along with your boss, You have to take charge of that misery and stop saying things like, my boss makes me miserable. Nobody, and I mean nobody, is responsible for your emotions except you. Those emotions exist in your mind, in your body, internally. You are responsible for them. Nobody makes you angry. You are the one who becomes angry when you're faced with a certain situation. You may not be able to change or affect that situation at a given moment, but whether you respond with, I'm so fucking pissed the fuck off he can go fuck himself, or a simple wooza, that's up to you. There's a Seinfeld episode about this very thing. Uh, One of the characters sees a therapist uh, who tells him, basically that when he gets upset he should say the phrase serenity now and to remember that you're in control of your own anger serenity now serenity now and the whole episode centers around this theme of whether or not that actually does anything so in in one scene uh there's a a character kramer has a he deals with a bunch of kids and they all throw eggs at him so he ends up just covered in in egg and he's not mad at all because he's sitting there saying serenity now serenity now what happened to you pal? Joey Sanfino and some of the neighborhood kids they ambushed me with a box of grade A's are you alright? oh no I'm fine fine serenity now <laughs> serenity now serenity now so you're using Frank's relaxation method? Jerry, the anger, it just melts right off. Serenity now. <laughs> Serenity now. Of course, whether you say Serenity now, Serenity Now. Or Serenity Now! Is always up to you. Number three, I want you to consider the ultimatum or the opposite. Folks, this is where you think worst case scenario. Sometimes this will even negate number one. And once you do step two, you might not even be that unhappy anymore. The ultimatum that I'm talking about is to think about uh, the complete opposite of the situation you're in. Think about if your life would be better or worse in that situation. I'm going to give you an example to uh, illustrate this. If you don't like your current job, the ultimatum is to simply walk in one day and quit. Of course, that'll leave you unemployed, unable to pay bills, unable to put food on the table for your kids and family, unable to buy that boat that you wanted before the end of the summer, which ironically that boat was supposed to bring you happiness. So when you think about the ultimatum, think about whether or not that alternative Is actually a a viable or rational alternative. Once you get to a point where you can actually take ownership of your emotional responses, the next step is all about trying to find some other rational way out of the current situation. And I say rational because, like I mentioned, if you dislike your dead-end job, simply quitting isn't always the best thing for you. That situation might be worse because Now you uh, have to deal with bills and uh, somehow finding a way to buy groceries, somehow paying your mortgage. You rely on that income. Even if you don't like the job, you probably rely on that income. And the same holds true in other situations, too. If you wake up one morning uh, upset with your wife after 30 years of marriage, uh, I'm I'm not suggesting that you just go down to the courthouse and immediately get divorced. There has to be some rational decision-making here. So the reason that I want you to own and control the emotional responses earlier in the process is because this step now that we're on, now you're trying to make a rational decision. You need to use the rational side of your brain now. You have to get your emotions out of the way or else the emotions will get the best of you. You never want to make a big decision with your emotions, you have to be rational, you have to think. So now once you have the emotions under control and you're no longer just uh, lashing out in anger or bawling your eyes out in sadness or any of those types of situations, now your emotions are under control, you're owning the emotion, you're owning the emotional response. So now you can start to look at the situation a little more objectively And really think about what you can do, you know, from a rational standpoint. Earlier we talked about considering that ultimatum. If you realize that the ultimatum isn't the best option, then think about some middle ground options. If it's your job, rather than putting in your notice right now and just being unemployed, take some time to think about what you actually want to do. What skills or training or education do you need to get into that job? Will you have to go back to school? Is it paid training? Do you have to do training on your own? If you do have to go back to school, can you do that part-time while you continue to work at the old job in order to keep paying the bills? And if you're going to do that, do you have the time in your life to do that? These are some of the types of questions that, uh, that you need to consider and, and ultimately answer if you want to get yourself out of that situation. Find some of those middle ground ideas. Remember that The idea here is to improve your life, not just your week. Yeah, I get it. You might be having a bad week. We all have bad weeks. We all have bad days. But it's not smart to just uproot your entire life because of a bad week or a bad month. You have to remember the end game, which is a happy life. So to get there might take a few weeks or a few months or even a few years, depending on the severity of a specific situation, depending on the magnitude of what you're trying to overcome, what you're trying to fix. There is no overnight fix for some of these larger life choices. Chances are, if there's something in your life making you miserable, it's a big enough part of your life that it's not just going to be undone and corrected overnight. You have to remember here, folks, that the goal is a happy life, which might mean that you start taking steps now to bring yourself happiness five years from now. And last but not least, never, ever, ever complain about the situation that you ended up in. Whether this was your fault or just a bad situation that you ended up in and it was beyond your control, I got news for you. Nobody else cares. One of my two-year-old's favorite movies is The Secret Life of Pets. And this is one of my favorite lines from that movie. Okay, please don't start now, Chloe. That is not helping. Max, come on. I'm your friend. Okay, and as your friend, I gotta be honest with you. I don't care about you or your problems. But on a serious note, don't be a complainer. All right. Sure, your friends might be cool letting you vent once in a while if you're going through a rough time. Or maybe you need some advice from someone. That's all fine. Everybody goes through hard times and needs advice or support or someone to listen to them once in a while, that's fine. But nobody likes a whiner. If you turn into a constant whiner and a constant downer, it'll affect your relationships with everyone. Your friends, your coworkers, intimate partners, family, everyone. Nobody wants to hear you whine about your life non-stop. Because guess what? Everyone else has their own shit that they have to deal with too. Like I said, it's one thing to ask for help or advice or support when you need it, but you can't dwell on those negatives forever. If all you do is complain and whine nonstop about the same things over and over and over again, you're going to destroy those relationships that you have with other people. If you've ever seen the TV show Friends, this reminds me of a scene. Uh, Ross orders a coffee. He's sitting in the diner with uh, uh, the girl Janice, who he's kind of been dating for a short period of time. He orders the coffee and the coffee comes out wrong and listen to their conversation. Actually, I should get going. Oh, you, you sure? Because I can stay out as late as you want. I told you how I'm on sabbatical from work, right? Yes, yes, you did. <laughs> oh, man. What is wrong now? <laughs> this isn't what I ordered? Man, can't anything go right in my life? <laughs> My marriage falls apart, and then I—I know, I know, and then you lose your apartment, and then you lose your job, and then your ex-wife gets married so fast, and now the coffee, ah! <laughs> of course. we need to talk. Okay. Sometimes I feel no, like... no, 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 no. I'm going to talk. I believe that the sun has set on our day in the sun. (laughs) What? You're a very sweet person, Ross. Um... (laughs) Unfortunately, I just don't think I can take another second of you whining! Uh, Let me make sure I'm hearing this right. You're ending this with me? Because I'm too whining? so you're saying i've become so whiny that i annoy you janice well yeah oh my god my friends do not be ross geller don't be that constant whiner and complainer yes bad things may happen to you if you've if you watched Friends when it was on, uh, you see that Ross is met with a number of bad situations throughout the entire series. Yes, bad things happen to you, but it's always up to you how you handle it and how you respond. You can either be in control, serenity now, serenity now, or not. Serenity now! Very good. I-